We on? All right. From the beautiful west coast of Iowa, from the power plants by Manawata, Lewis and Clark Park on Monument Road, from the river to west there and around the world, this is Council Bluffs this week with me. I'm your humble host, Diamond Danny Dobbins. You are in the right place for news and information about the hometown we all love so much, Council Bluffs. Sure, we get a bad reputation. Sure, we have problems. But hell, we don't worry about it. We roll with it, baby. And we have casinos, which means Omaha, we have your money. All your people come over here to play. So if you want to rag on us, you know where to go. All right. Going to be an abbreviated show this week. I don't have much. I didn't have enough time to spend on show prep, which happens. But I got a question for you, Council Bluffs. The medians on Broadway. Was that not voted down by the city council? But anyway, I drive down the road today. I'm looking to go to Boost, and I'm looking to make a left-hand turn, and I about crash into a big three-foot pile of crap. How do they figure anything is going to grow in that medians with them spreading salt? Have you ever heard of salting the earth? Just curious, was this done as a safety thing, as a beauty thing, or just to stick it up our rear ends because the outgoing council was kind of PO'd that they didn't get them passed in the first place? I think they're ugly, personally. I mean, nothing against the people who designed them, but that's some ugly stuff. All right, Council Bluffs this week, I'm going to try to make you a nice news show you can be proud of or not proud of. I don't care. I'm a nihilist. I do use the occasional bad word. I try to stay away from that, but every now and again, you're going to hear one drop out. So if you were sensitive to this kind of thing, if you have kids, maybe they shouldn't be listening, but that's all up to you. They're going to hear the bad words anyway. Go to any local school. You hear kids cussing up a storm. It's Yeah, so let's not be sensitive with little, uh, little pansies about this. I about said another word. But yeah, don't be a pansy. Bad words happen. Let your kids listen. <laughs> All right, let's hop into local news here. In local news, next Monday, February 3rd, is the Iowa caucuses. Yes, it's caucus time. You might have noticed this starting last summer when all the wannabe presidential candidates uh, rented out some space and uh, some of our fine empty storefronts and put their signs and painted their own signs to make it look more homely. Biden's here. Buttigieg's here. I think I said his name right. Buttigieg. Yeah, Tom Delaney's here. Elizabeth Warren's here. Bernie's somewhere. I haven't seen his uh, campaign headquarters yet. The one person I would, I really don't get into politics much, but the one person I'd like to see be our president out of this is uh, Mr. Andrew Yang. He uh, was the only one talking about universal basic income, which is going to be a necessity over the coming years with the advent of robots and artificial intelligence. It's just going to rip our uh, job market to shreds. Uh, you know, I remember when the people at McDonald's were asking for 15 bucks an hour, which I totally support. And then they started putting robot cashiers and everything in there, and uh, the right wing was all incensed. They were talking, oh, oh, they're putting robots in McDonald's. You better not ask for 15 bucks an hour. But here's the deal. Whether the McDonald's pe- people are making 15 or 5 if the corporation can save money by installing robot cooks, robot cashiers, hell, robot janitors, they're going to do it. It's all about making them money. And, you know, I don't, I think the only candidate that's really taking this head on is Mr. Andrew Yang. Speaking of Mr. Andrew Yang, 
I'll be at this. You should be at this. He will be at Abraham Lincoln High School Monday the 27th, doors at 6.30. I'm hoping to record a couple sound bites for you. Maybe I can talk to Andrew and see if I can get an interview with him. But for the most part, politicians, and especially presidential politics, is a big turnoff to me. And these guys, they stuff your mailbox full of shit. And Tom Steyer, he's another billionaire running, probably for his own ego. Hell, if I was a billionaire, I'd disappear. I'd move to some private island and never be heard from again. But anyway, he has this calling. He wants to be our leader. Every day, I get like two or three things from him. It's like, dude. You go on your commercial talking about how you want want to protect the environment, how you care about the environment, but you're taking up valuable resources for stuff I just put in the recycle box anyway. Come on, man. Come on. And they, and another thing about politicians is they really do not care about you, and that's evidenced over the last 50 years. Everything's been about their buddies, trickle-down economics, so we got to give them a break at the top and they'll create more jobs. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, I mean, sure, everybody might have a job, some of us too, but they all pay like crap, so what's the point if you got to work 70 hours a week to eke by? They just don't care about you. Either way, I'd still take Tom Steyer over at Donald Trump. This guy's a goddamn idiot. I'm waiting for the Trump tweet that's going to get us uh, nuked, and he's going to nuke something out. Oh, China, blah, 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 and they're going to be like, ah, fuck this, and send the missiles so I can see it happening. I mean, the guy, whoever's handling him, needs to take his phone away. and Have him stop tweeting for one day. My God, it's getting old. Getting very old. All right, also in local news, we got a sad story out of Garner Township near Council Bluffs. A man died after going to the cemetery, and uh, he had a self-inflicted gunshot wound, died at the hospital. That's a really, really tragic story. And the only reason why I brought that up is because I've been affected by suicide. I'm sure you have too. We we know somebody who's done it. I mean, it's just the ultimate act of despair. The suicide prevention hotline is 1-800-273-8255 or suicidepreventionlifeline.org. If you know somebody who's acting suicidal, maybe they've told you, it's not like, hey, I just don't want to go on. Call the number, get on the website, call 911. Do what you have to. Don't try to handle it yourself unless you're a mental health professional. If you're not a mental health professional, stay away from the, the situation. You know, Don't try to be a counselor, but get a hold of someone as soon as you possibly can. You might just save a life. Anyway, the bad stuff is done. Now comes uh, more news. Residential correctional facility. Uh, we have a, the RCF down here. We had a failure to return. The 22nd, James Dean Archer. He uh, didn't come back from work uh, down from the RCF on 9th Avenue, and I really don't blame him. There's this company that does the meals there. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want them to sue me. But it's just, I mean, I have some experience with this company, and it's horrible. Horrible. And if I was charged with a crime, I was getting out there, I'm at the RCF, I'm eating that dreck. You're damn right. I'd have scone if I can go get some Valentinos. I'd be gone in a minute. Yeah, it's like pizza or that. Hell, I'd take McDonald's over what they're serving. That food is just so bad. I've seen how it's made. I've seen how they divvy it up. They give you nothing. These people, they're just so evil. When they, they serve cake, but when they put the frosting on the cake, they put a tiny dab on top, and then they turn it over and grind the frosting into the tray. So you can't even enjoy the frosting. I mean, who wouldn't run? 
I'd run. You'd run. Hell, I mean, there ain't no crime in the world that's worth staying there and eating that. Hell, I'm surprised you didn't die eating that food. I mean, it's just such crap. But anyway, I, I hope he gets away with it. I hope everything's all right. Who knows? Continuing on with local news, Diamond Denny was in the Diamond Denny Mobile the other day when I came across uh, 20th, uh, 20th Avenue, or 20th Street and Avenue B. The cops had it closed off, and I was like, hmm, what the hell's going on here? So I get home at 1.38 p.m. There was a stabbing reported. James Zardis was arrested for attempted murder and willful injury for shanking someone in the neck and the cheek. Yeah, that really kind of disrupted traffic. Probably not necessary. We need to talk out our differences. But I hate seeing this stuff on the news. They put the mugshot up like, oh, he was arrested for that. Man, man, man. Acting like the guy's guilty. Let's give the guy a trial. Attempt to reserve your judgment, please. And it really, I mean, everything you hear out of council bluffs is some guy did a crime, some guy did this, some guy did that, but they never follow up on it. I mean, there's been people here that, are, like the shooting down the street from the Diamond Denny Studios last summer. That guy got into a car chase and was shot. I was out on my porch. I heard the gunshots, and they made a big deal about it, but they never followed up. I had to go to the Iowa Courts website to follow up on that, and then people got slapped on the wrist for that. Continuing on, never mind me, I'd like to rant. Omar Martinez, 46, was convicted uh, of conspiracy to distribute 500 grams of methamphetamine in court the other day and sentenced to 300 months or 25 years in prison for drugs. Now, I think that's a little harsh. We have a drug culture around here. Sure we do. Addiction's a problem. Yes, it is. But 25 years for drugs? Come on, please. You know, I mean, I think all drugs should be legalized. Hell, I've been to a place where drugs are legal in Denver. You know, mushrooms are decriminalized. Weed's totally legal. You can walk down the street there, and you wouldn't know it unless you looked at the sign on the shop that said, hey, buy your weed here. I mean, and that wasn't the actual sign, but you can tell where the dispensary is, but you would not know it's legal. And I think that's another drug that we should just legalize. You know, if you have a problem, you should be able to get treatment. It's probably less to treat this man or whoever for meth addiction than it is to put him in prison for 25 years. What a waste of tax dollars. What a waste of tax dollars. I mean, seriously. And anyway, when they get a big fish like this, I guarantee you a lot of littler fish had to snitch their way up the ladder. That's how the cops like to do it. I've been around this. I know what I'm talking about. They catch Joe Blow with an ounce, and they put him in jail for a couple days till he cracks, then he snitches on the guy up, and the guy up gets charged, and they say, oh, you're going to prison for the rest of your life. So he uh, goes state's evidence on the guy up. I mean, this guy was just probably at the end of the food chain, and, you know, I feel kind of bad for him. I think it's time to legalize this stuff, get it out of the darkness, get it into the light, and I think there'd be less of a problem with it if it was legal, seriously. And get rid of the black market. And they got rid of the black market for marijuana, and they're making money off it. I just don't see a difference. You know, if you're over 18 and you want to do drugs, fine by me. Who cares? If you ain't hurting anybody else, do it to it. But, you know, and it's just society. It's a place we live. What can you do? And finally, sports. Sports, yes, sports. Believe it or not, we have quite a good sports scene around here, and I'm not talking Omaha, I'm not talking Creighton, I'm not talking Nebraska, which I am a Nebraska fan. It's been some really long years of futility, I'm telling you. Being a Husker fan is very hard. A Diamond Denny is originally from Lincoln, so I have, you know, I'm no bandwagon, but my God, the last 20 years have made me want to gargle Drano sometimes. 
Hopefully Scott Frost can get it turned around down there, but I'm not holding my breath. I don't like that offense. I, you know, the defense, I don't like the three, four. I think the four, two, five would be a lot. Yeah, who knows? I'm not a coach. I can't really talk. But anyway, we have Iowa Western Community College out here. And I got to say, Coach Johnette, Coach Strohmeyer, they do one hell of a job. Coach Strohmeyer out there, he has built a program from the ground up, and they are one of the titans in NJCAA football. I don't get out there as much as I want to or as much as I should. You know, I like supporting the local teams. And I need to get out there more like everybody else in this town because I've been to some games where there were some pretty empty stands for having that high caliber of uh, athletics out there. A lot of these kids that are playing are going into Power 5 schools. And I think it's just important as a community that we support them. But anyway, ran over this week. uh, Men's basketball, they were at Indian Hills. And, well, it wasn't pretty, but Indian Hills is the juggernaut of junior college basketball. A couple of years ago, that Ivan Eric Ochoa, he plays for New Mexico State now. I mean, he came in and lit us up. That's the last time I seen Indian Hills play. But, yeah, they are good, and they have a following. I think Council Bluffs could have something like that if we all started going. Uh, they, there was a victory over Southeast Community College, 75-74, to 74, and good win for Mr. John Ett. Upcoming the 25th, they're at Central Community College in Columbus, Nebraska. And the 29th, they're at Northeastern Community College. Or not at, but it's going to be at the Reaver Arena. My mistake. Women's. 23rd, Grandview Junior Varsity came and got smoked 79-64. to 64. That's a really good women's basketball program Iowa Western has. I can't say enough about it. Upcoming, they're going to be part of a double header. First, uh, the women's game at five, the men's game at seven against Northeast Community College. I honestly think they need to flip that around because it's always women at five, men at seven. I can't get out there till six, six thirty. How about have the men early and have the women late sometime? That's just one criticism I'd have. But you know, get out there and support the Reavers. More on them next week. And we got one more segment before we close. This is going to be an occasional one. Sometimes I'll flip back between cold cases, week in history, or that kind of bullshit. But this week, I want to do a restaurant review. I'm a portly man. I like eating. And recently, on a couple occasions, I visited the Bluffs China Buffet. Now, I got to tell you, I'm a gambler. I love to gamble. I spend a lot of time at the craps table, at the blackjack table, never at the slot machines. That's my gambling advice for the week. Don't do the slot machines. It's a computer designed by a casino company that you're feeding money into. Do you think you're going to win? Sure, you're going to get lucky every thousand dollars you put in. You might win a hundred and you think you've done great. But in all honesty, the slot machines are a ripoff. They're a waste of time. Go right to the table games, baby. Then where I let's connect all this. An all-you-can-eat buffet is kind of like going to the casino, only the stakes are your health. And I'm ready to gamble with that. So I go there and uh, everything's fine. Food's warm. You can tell it's all prefab. The baked crab meat was good. They have those little mushroom buttons with cream cheese I can't get enough of. It's your typical buffet food. It's under 12 bucks. If you're hungry, hell yeah, go for it. The soup out there was good. I mean, I can't say enough about the China buffet. It's exactly the kind of hole-in-the-wall place you'd expect it to be. And I didn't get sick. It's my big concern about going to buffets. You know, everybody touches the tongs. Everybody has their hands on everything. And seriously, it's like gambling. I mean, you're either going to be all right or you're going to shit yourself on the drive home, one of the two. 
and it's just, it gives you a rush when you don't get sick. I'm telling you. But anyway, check out the Bluffs China Buffet. They're not, I'm, this isn't a paid endorsement or anything, but they are really good, good, good for the money. I think you'll enjoy it. The shrimp may be a little overcooked sometimes, but other than that, you know, for 12 bucks, you can't beat it. Oh, wow. I'm nestled high above Council Bluffs in the Diamond Denny studio, and another plane just went over, and I could hear it in my headphones. Sorry if you had to hear that. In closing tonight, sorry about this first episode. It probably kind of sucked. It's okay, though. It'll get better. I want to expand, do more minutes, do some more stuff. This Week in History kind of crap. You know, just other stuff. Have some guests. The guy from the from another podcast may be joining me occasionally, and it'll be a hoot and a holler right there. All right. I'm going to get out of here, but this week, let me remind you of an event. Andrew Yang, Monday the 27th at Abraham Lincoln High School, doors at 630. I'd recommend showing up early. I'm going to try to get some sound bites from that, and I'm going to try to see if I can, can't get Mr. Yang to talk to me. I'm sure if I sit in the front row and become obnoxious enough, then hell, who knows? But we'll probably have some interesting sound bites from that. And thank you for listening. We're going to try to make it better. I don't have an email address for you to send anything to yet or nothing to follow on Twitter. But that's coming. This has kind of been just a rough first edition. Thank you very much, Council Bluffs, for spending your time with me. Appreciate it. Love you. And you have a great day. Peace.